Pittsburgh's early and mid-20th century boom years generated work and prosperity, but it wasn't distributed equally. African Americans were often confined to the lowest paying jobs and excluded from the skilled trades. This week on Inventing Pittsburgh, how Nate Smith forced the city to face the issue. At the Carpenters Training Center, just outside the city of Pittsburgh on the Parkway West, a class of nine learns how to build a level floor. Forty years ago, getting into the center's apprenticeship program would have been a feat for a person of color or a woman. Well, those, those days were, you know, the status quo. Harold McDonald is a representative for the Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters. In the 1960s, just 2% of the skilled trades and craft unions members were black. McDonald says without a connection to the trades, a family member say, it was difficult to break in. Nate Smith was an advocate for change, for um, more minorities to be into the uh, construction trades and the acceptability of those minorities in the trade. Nate Smith was born in the Hill District in 1929. He joined the Navy at 14, saying he was older, and learned to box. As a professional boxer after the war, Smith taught himself how to operate heavy machinery. In 1951, he traded tickets to a title fight for a union card with the Union of Operating Engineers. He was able to cross social lines that you may on the surface not think he would be able to do, but he did, just because of his tenacity. Tim Stevens is chairman of the Black Political Empowerment Project. Smith created a program called Operation Dig to train African Americans so they could gain access to the trades. When even that didn't break them open, Smith turned to protest. Stevens was part of a 1969 march organized by Smith and the Black Construction Coalition he co-founded. There were workers throwing things down from the structure of that building, which was not complete. But they were throwing metal pieces down on the crowd uh, assembled. Nearly 800 people marched through downtown to protest the absence of black labor in building Three Rivers Stadium and the USX Tower. He lied down in front of a tractor, defying them to roll over him, shutting down a job. And that's like, that's some serious commitment. Nate was uh, a no-nonsense person, and he wanted to get this deal done. For more than a year, the Black Construction Coalition negotiated with the city and the unions to address hiring issues. It was a tense situation, as the federal government was holding $100 million worth of funding for public projects till a deal was made. By 1970, the Pittsburgh Plan passed and stipulated 1,250 African Americans would be hired over four years. I still, when I drive by a construction site, I count heads, just automatically count heads, uh, because those are good-paying jobs. And we want African Americans to be in the game. Stephen says Smith's work moved the needle on inclusion in the trades, but there's still work to be done. Today, at the Carpenters Training Center, anyone can walk in and apply. There's a practice entrance exam online to help people prepare for the real thing. Director Rico Kraszewski says they see a diverse range of applicants and would like to see more. You can't judge who's walking through the door. You don't know where their success is going to be. Before they go into their interviews, applicants wait on a wooden bench. Across from them hangs the apprenticeship creed. The fifth bullet point reads, to measure my fellow workers on their character and abilities without thought of race, color, or creed. For 90.5 WESA Celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh, I'm Margaret J. Krause. UPMC is proud to support 90.5 WESA Celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh. UPMC, life-changing medicine.